It's a state of the union, and we're getting fucked over left and right. You got the Democratic caucus in Iowa falling the shit. You got Trump smacking around the House of Representatives. He's doing a state of the union address tonight. It's a farce. It's all a sham. We figured it out. You know who else figured it out? It's the fucking kill dozer. So cool, man. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what it is. What it sounds like. He's cool. It rocks. You know it rocks. <laughs> You could not be anything. You could not be in for anything less than something that fucking rocks with his name Killdozer. Yeah. Like if you called your dick that and your dick wasn't the most superior dick of all time, like if you called your dick Killdozer and you pulled it out and it's like eight inches, by normal standards, that's a rocking fucking hog. Yeah. But if you call it Killdozer, it's going to get laughed at. It's got to be big. It's got it's to be the number one <laughs> dick. Yeah, you got to have peep meat, dude. Yeah, it's got to be that wide with glide, man. You got to have Pete Meat to call it Killdozer, but hell yeah, dude. We're talking about Marvin John Haymeyer. He was an American welder. He owned a muffler repair shop, and he fucking did a real falling down moment in uh, fucking Colorado in 2004. Uh, Granby, Colorado. I graduated high school in 2003, and I lived in Colorado still in 2004. And when this came on the news, I got rock hard. Fuck yeah. It's the coolest fucking story. And a lot of people, I mean, I, I try to dive in and listen, like find other media sometimes on what we're going to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And uh, some people are all team killdozer. Yeah. Like your younger anti-fascist fuck the system types are definitely without any context. And then your older, more conservative crowd will say, yeah, he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out today. Sometimes you can be both of those things. Right here on Death Metal. Yes, Marvin John Haymeyer. Like I said, he was a welder by trade, and he ended up making... <coughs> The majority of his money by owning a muffler repair shop. He was the fucking muffler guy, uh, which is a great fucking profession. Dude. That's what you want to be called. The muffler guy. You're doing muff stuff. You're a okay. Muff me. Muffing him up. <laughs> <laughs> to all my ladies who be muffing it up. <laughs> yeah, Muff City, dude. My man is for fucking fixing mufflers. Uh, he owned he owned several shops. One in Boulder. Uh, one in Granby. He ended up renting out, leasing the one in Boulder to a business associate, which sounds like a rocking fucking deal. I didn't know you could do some shit like this in business. This is a great fucking idea. So what he did, he's got this successful muffler shop. He's doing great. He's making enough money to be happy for the rest of his life at this rate. And then someone comes along, and this motherfucker, Haymeyer, uh, uh, is only 35 years old. And this dude comes along and is like, hey, how much money are you making a month right now? Okay, let me take this over pay you that much to lease it from you and then I can run the business and I'll continue to pay you this for the rest of your life. Man, I mean, that's what you fucking want, that's it, dude. Man. I didn't know that was an option. But it just makes you want to start any type of business to do well to be like, oh, rent this shit out, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. all you. You can have this for <laughs> yeah, this. It's so fucking crazy. And Haymar is he's a pretty smart guy, too. The first weird thing about this dude, and he's kind of, uh, I wouldn't even call him a kook. Like, what do you... He, you hear that thing where it's like, or you don't even hear. I, we all know people 
where every time you run into them, they've got a story about how someone is a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, this asshole said this to me, and I'm like, man, I everywhere I go, it's an asshole. What is always a common ingredient in those stories? Somebody's an asshole. The person telling you every yep. single time. When there's always a conflict, you're always the person involved. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got to have a little tinge of being a fucking asshole in the mix if you're if you're getting into shit all the time. If the other person's an asshole and every encounter you got is a person with, that's an asshole, you're the asshole. I got you. Yep. yep. You point a finger at me, you point three back at you. And into your asshole. Into your asshole. <laughs> is it three fingers or four? Because your thumb kind of doesn't go. I don't know. How's man. the saying go? Point a finger at me, you point three back at you or four back at you? Three. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about the thumb, brother? One to God? I don't know. That's the big one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. George Hayabari, he's, like, he's in a lot of conflicts, and we'll find out about some of the silly little feuds as we go along. Uh, however, of course, that does not lead to a lot of fucking that type of attitude. Yeah. And uh, he's not married. So I'm going to have to assume that a lot of this is based upon closeted homosexuality. Maybe so. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're not busting and you're in your 30s, Something's going you're not on. looking for it. Uh, he had one girlfriend for a short amount of time is the only description that was ever given about her. No name. Just acknowledge he had a girlfriend for a short amount of time. Had a boyfriend. Um, he was probably playing the field, dude. Yeah. He's a success. Owns a lot of property. He's out there busting. Busting makes you feel good. It sure does. I ain't afraid of no mufflers. <laughs> Me either, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like the two muffler. Yeah, so where this main feud started that led to Killdozer is that uh, Haymeyer and Granby officials had a feud over fines for violating city health ordinances when he was forced to dump sewage due to zoning disputes with a neighboring concrete plant. The feud came to an end when he spent 18 months of his free time modifying a Komatsu D255A bulldozer with layers of steel and concrete, fortifying it, making it indestructible, impenetrable by bullets, explosions, buildings. By the time it was all said and done, this motherfucker's going to tear down City Hall, a concrete plant, a police station. He's going to have a shootout with cops. Damn. He rocks. Pretty sweet, man. <laughs> now, Haymeyer was born October 18th, 1951 in South Dakota. Lived in Grand Lake, Colorado most of his life, which was about 16 miles away from Granby. Now, from living in Colorado, I know that these are small shithole towns. And when I say small, I'm talking 500 or less populations. Small towns. Hmm. We live in a small town now. Yeah. And uh, you're from here. I'm not from here. I've been in small towns and I've been in larger cities living wise and there's a you you know if you've had a mix of the two that small town people are are fucking weird yeah city people can be weird too the big difference is small town people they want to know everybody around them they love it when you're a generational person if they can trace you back to your great grandfather they love you yep that's what they like i mean yeah that dude if i go anywhere with you in public here Mm mm-hmm People know who you are. Yes. I mean, before we started doing this, mm-hmm. know who you are, know who your grandpa is, yep. know who your mom is, yep. know everything about you. Mm, pretty much. It's small town shit. Yep. They don't like outsiders. 
No. They don't want people to come in and make things different and break up what they've got going on. Mm -mm. They want to keep everything traditional. Stuck in the past. Stuck in the fucking past. Now, where we live isn't so much like that. There is tendencies to that. But, again, we're in a much larger place than Grand Lake and even Granby. Haymire moved to town 10 years before the incident had stated. That's when he set up shop to do business. Uh, he had no relatives in the area. John Baldry, who was a friend of Haymire's, said that he was a very likable person. Ken K. Mayer said that his brother, John, would... God, what is it wrong with me? His brother would bend over backwards for anyone. I'm telling you, dude. Gay! <laughs> Being gay rocks, dude. This is what happens when you try to package it up. Yeah. Hold it inside. We get to this all the time. Yeah. You got to let it out. You're, you're killing yourself. It's just, the, it's, you know, it's 2004, man. I think people were uh, a way bit more understanding about Well, especially fucking, in Colorado, you know? too, dude. Like, yeah. the weird thing about Colorado, now, while I lived in Colorado Springs, was pretty conservative because it, it had the, uh, fuck, what's wrong with me? Family Christian Association? Something like that. Uh, family Life. Just a big Christian campus like giant evangelical presence for like over a hundred years. Oh shit. But everywhere else, even in the fucking like where they raise cows and shit, Greeley, pretty fucking liberal by and large. I mean, you're dealing with literal cowboys that are pretty like under, especially then this is getting close to Boulder. Yeah. So, I mean, that's as left as you could get. So I would say definitely, I mean, you're not going to catch any flack. Yeah. For fucking a butt. Yeah, no or flat, getting fucked in the butt. Sucking a sack. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was trying to think of a rhyme real quick. You got it, man. No flag for a munching sack. Man. I love getting my balls sucked. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> I love it. Have you gotten any uh, fucking sex talk stuff? So far, we need more Yeah, of course. Questions. I knew got, this was going to happen, man. We got four questions. I think 10 is probably good. You're not even halfway there, and it's next week, so... Yeah, no, we'll So get you it. should probably figure we'll out... It. We'll okay. It. We'll get it. Well... I mean, I figure maybe we could do, tell some erotic stories. You know? I mean, it's just such a fucking weird thing, man. Like, you could be anonymous. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you're just posting memes about it. Did we... I don't think we even said anything on the, on the podcast. No, no, no. Yeah, so I guess next week we're going to do, like, a... <laughs> we'll answer questions about fuck stuff, which is not, like... You're talking to the wrong people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I guess is why it's fun. But yeah, I mean, if you have like a fucking <laughs> question about sex, just send it to Buddy because I don't want to know about it. Yeah, I want to know I'll answer all it. about it. Yeah. There's a couple of good ones. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious. If you got a freaky, fun, if you got a wild tale yeah, that you want to put man. out there, send it to us. You should, probably, you should put that in there. If you got a crazy story about fucking, send it. Yeah. I'll need receive some, it. Need some advice about what to do. Yeah, and I'm going to be situations. honest with you. I'm not the guy for that. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but that's what you're it's in for. It's not going to be professional. Just don't do what I say. Yeah. If you haven't figured that out by now. You're retarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the right word to use for it, too, because that'll get you fucking fired. Now, people thought that uh, people around him, friendly people, thought Haymire was a great person. Local resident... Christy Baker <laughs> claimed to her husband claimed that her husband was threatened by Haymire after refusing to pay for a disputed muffler repair, which was settled via an intermediary. Which you know, if you're running a business, you gotta get a. I mean, an intermediary is a lawyer. Mm -hmm. You gotta get somebody 
to collect. You can't just go whoop an ass. You can't threaten to kill those or people. That's that's not good business. That's like living on the fringes, about to snap. Yeah. Buddy Lloyd type shit. Ooh. I'm going to snap. <laughs> I've been a couple times. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> can't be living like that. Uh, he, he also had like a couple of fucking scrapes. Weird fucking scrapes that Haymeyer had is like he super Christian guy went to church every Sunday, which is another like, dude, that is another telltale sign that you're gay. Yeah. Like if you're in your fucking thirties, you got money, you got business, you're staying busy and you're going to church every Sunday. You're not meeting women there. Yeah, that's weird. like usually, usually, dude. Like for super Christian people, it's where you meet your your fucking significant other. Yeah, you. And a lot of times, what happens in church is that people completely fuck up their twenties, get hooked on drugs, get out, have it all types of wild fucking. Yeah, do like hook up with old swingers and shit. Yeah, and regret it, and you start going to church. Yeah, and then you dupe some dork that's been in church forever. Yeah, you marry them. And they've got it all going on, and you already fucked it up. Yeah. So you get your chance to repent by just, you know, sucking a nerd off. Yeah, man. That's pretty. That's like every rehab girl. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, I mean, I know, dude. That's, it. that's how church works, bro. Yeah, I know, dude. That's, <laughs> that's just brother. the way church is. And that's fine. That's the game you're playing. You know, it's like, it's that's just fine, a, man. This is I'm sing, with it. Seeking hey, some type of normalcy, man. I get, get it. after it. Yeah, you find the Lord, dude, and you fucking settle down, and the guy or a girl takes care of you forever. I mean, you can't be the same sex. That's the problem, though. Yeah. Lord, He's got to hold it inside. Lord's not happy about like that. Like Haymire. No, he don't like it. Uh, so Haymire's going to church every fucking Sunday. So I cannot understand why he fucking loses his mind when a local reporter writes out a story about how gambling in the two closest towns are ruining the moral fabric of Colorado. Someone died, and he loses it. Yeah. He can't stand it, like me when you're fucking jiggling your leg over there. Okay. So he writes his own editorial and starts tr- a long withstanding beef with this newspaper editor all over some shit. Does he gamble? No. He just fucking is one of those dudes, man. Oh, you know what I mean? You're just like, ah. It's Rush Limbaugh. Uh, on the EI, the Enter in Butt Network. <laughs> Lush Rimbaugh here. I can't believe he got lung cancer, dude. I can because he's got all those pictures of him smoking stoves. Yeah. Dude, God, you see, this is the problem with Rush Limbaugh. You don't work out. You know who else smokes stoves all the time? Yep. The Swartz, man. A's fine, dude. He had open heart surgery. He ain't got no lung cancer. No, he don't. Lungs are too strong. That's right. The heart was too strong too. They opened it up and they're like, "I guess we're good." <laughs> yeah. They fucking open heart and it's like, "Damn, they can't even cut into it and shit." Like, God, damn, that's strong. It just pumps like, "Die, die, 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 Cannot be a week. Did you ever have to watch like the tapes, the workout tapes in PE class with fucking? Oh yeah, the presidential shit. No, I don't know, but it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger and you. They would make us do fucking workouts. It was yeah, that was like the presidential. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fucking workout program when Clinton was president, dude. It was cool, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Because oh man, you know, I just uh, I want all the kids in America to be physically fit, so I'm going to bring in my good friend Arnold Schwarzenegger and get y'all pumped up. 
Oh, yeah. It was like in like kindergarten. Did you want to hear? All right, I know, I know we're going off topic. I'm going to reel back real quick. This is just a very embarrassing confession I'm about to make. All right. Yeah. I was watching, uh, there's an Eddie Hall documentary on Netflix. Okay. And I was watching it, right? And like Eddie Hall, he's a strong man. Yes. He's had a pretty fucking rough go of shit. He's like a little bit smaller than the other guys. His best strong man thing is a deadlift. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's 2015. He said the he was the first person to deadlift over a thousand pounds. Yeah, and he got a thousand sixteen. Now the world records, <laughs> one thousand one hundred two pounds by Brian Shaw, which yeah. he beat Eddie's eleven hundred even. Yeah. So anyway, dude, like at the beginning of this documentary, before it shows like how hard Eddie works, like full time job, busts his fucking ass, earns it, like not. Not as good genetics as everyone else has. Like, he works hard for it. You see his whole life. He's got a kid with a divorced woman. He's got his wife. They've got a kid. It's just a hard knock fucking life. Yeah. Barely scraping by. Puts in all this work. And he talks about it in the beginning of it, how he keeps posters of Arnold everywhere. Because he's like, oh, Arnold doesn't do strongman stuff. But he is, like, every child's idea of what's strong. Yeah. He's inspirational. You watch Arnold in action movies, you see Arnold, you're inspired to get strong. That's why he got strong. So this motherfucker is trying to pull the world record, I think it's 1,060 pounds when he's pulling it up. And dude, over walks fucking Schwarzenegger next to him while he's struggling with it and starts fucking, do it, do it, pull it. And he fucking gets it off the floor, dude. I got tears in my eyes, bro. (laughs) They're like, dude, you're a fucking dork. It just was like, yo, man, what a fucking moment, bro. Hell yeah. Because it's like, hey, your fucking idol walks over when you did the best thing. And Arnold is like, he says the funny shit to him, too. You cheered like, up right now, man. I mean, well, that's embarrassment, dude. You know, yeah, you get embarrassed yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah, you get this, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like like, damn, I did some whack shit. Uh, but he, he gets like, uh, he gets done and Arnold goes, uh, he's like, look at how pumped up you are. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you want to hear, man. man. That's all the hell you want to hear in any I part of life. Yeah, I you saw this, Arnold cheering you along? Dude, I saw this video where he was like, I'm at, mm-hmm. I'm at Gold's Gym at this time in Venice Beach. Come work out. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, dude, we, could, we should do that. We should do a shop with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, what I would love more than anything to this story is if he would have fucking... The dude's like having a rough day putting the fucking killdozer together. He's like putting on this giant fucking steel plate with concrete in there. He's like, got to make sure that the police cannot shoot through it. You make it so thick that you cannot be stopped by any police officer. You're going to run them over. You're going to kill, destroy in the killdozer. Yeah. You got to fucking fire it up. I'm taking on the cops. This has that fucking... Like, dude, Arnold I'm should a- lead the revolution, dude. If it's ever like, all right, this is it. We have to go kill police. That's right, you do. Yeah. Kill cops now. You seen his son? Oh, he's Jack. He's fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, man. but anyway, dude, I love that shit. Uh, uh, yeah, so um, this motherfucker's beefing all the time. And we're just looking for trouble. And that is, that is like that busybody shit. That's what brought this. It's like Rush Limbaugh having lung cancer. Dude, that fan, it's that type of fan base. Yeah. People that like Rush Limbaugh and like conservative talk radio. It's fine. It's entertaining. Like they're, they're they're way more entertaining than the left. Yeah. As far as doing talk radio, do I like any of it? Not really, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. They're better at doing it. So I understand people listen to that, but that type of person who gets completely wrapped up in like Infowars, Rush Limbaugh, yeah, just living the lifestyle. They get bothered by anything. The Drudge Report. Any yes, dude. <laughs> it like they'll just fucking find some stupid ass issue. 
that's got nothing to do with nobody and hang on to it for dear life like this gambling shit like dude who the fuck cares yeah who cares you are you have a whole life going on but that's also what happens when you're not fucking dude yeah when you're not getting some it causes complications well, people are just looking for something to belong to man yeah and they want to feel important yeah. And like, and the dude was like so hyped up on himself when he had his fucking rebuttal. And the, the newspaper dude, anyone can write into letters to the editor, anyone. But people get hyped about that shit. And he basically was trying to say that people were like, "Yeah, you really stuck it to him." But nobody's saying that. Yeah. So that just got. I'm just trying to paint that this like the dude he did some ill shit to stand up for himself. But this is who we're dealing with. So it's hard to when we get into it. It's hard to say. He didn't over exaggerate <laughs> a little yeah, bit. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? He's that type of fucking guy. And that's also the last person you want to fuck with because they're going to be so annoying. Yeah. When you're someone like us, like, dude, I mean, not, not to sound like a shithead, but 98% of the human population, I'm going to fucking crush them. But that doesn't, to most people, especially people like this, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can crush them, but they're just going to come back. Yep. And message you and call you and talk and tell people things. Make a bulldozer and run you over with it. <laughs> now that, that, I'll take that, dude. But you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. It's just constant. Like, you, they're talking to your friends. And so anytime you're around your friends, you have to hear about this person. Oh, yeah. They're fuck. fucking posting online about you, tagging you and shit. Sending, I mean, just a menace. Making your life more stressful than it needs to be. This is the type of guy we're dealing with. Making people's lives stressful. Making enemies for no reason. So... He gets into business, right? He's talking to a partner of his, the guy that leased his muffler shop. They're talking about opening another muffler shop. Now, the guy that wants to go into the muffler shop with him sees an opportunity. He finds a land auction going on, and there's a nice piece of property in their town. It's a abandoned cement plant. Giant piece of property, seems too good to be true. They have a budget of like sixty thousand that they'll spend on it. Uh, Haymeyer's got the cash. The other guy doesn't have the money on hand. So hey, and the, we weigh the only you can't uh, do. I learned through this. I mean, it might be different in places that aren't Colorado, but in Colorado, if you're going to go to one of these seized property auctions, you have to pay with a cashier's check. Huh? You can't do it on credit. You can't say, I want it, and then come back and pay for it later. You got to do it right then and there. And they, it's coming up for auction. So Haymeyer is able to go look at the property beforehand, which I don't think is how auctions normally work, but they let him go check it out. Uh, he finds out that there's an issue with the Environmental Protection Agency. Where they're doing some auditing on yeah. the property. He tries to try, he's not, says it's not that big of a deal. Uh, he tells his partner about it, but he's like, yeah, I mean, they just need to check something out. It'll blow over. And so the guy agrees to go in with him on it. So Hemeyer goes to the auction. The bidding starts at $20,000. It's just him and this guy named Cody Dochev bidding on the plant. Cody Dochev, we're going to find out when Haymeyer gets the property for $42,000, which is much less than the sixty that he was going to spend. Yeah. He's happy. When he goes to pay for it, Dochev meets him at the podium and is like, hey, man, I want you to know. And how do you get the cashier's check for the right amount? You got to bring somebody from the bank with you. Mm. So it's like if you're like the most I'll spend is 60. So then the guy from the bank can right there write the 42. 
okay. hand it off to the guy. It's a f- f- pretty fucking complicated process, but yeah. they got a sweet deal, right? The guy, Cody Dochev, had apparently been uh, kind of happy Gilmore'd a little bit. They had taken away his property. Usually how auctions work, and I don't know what happened. Uh, I could not figure out exactly what happened with Cody Dochev for this to be the situation. But normally, if you're the owner of the property, it gets seized. They give you first option to buy it back. But that okay. didn't happen in this case. Yeah. So Dochev and his friend Hal try to make a deal. I think it's Hal. I could have fucked that up. That's the DMD way. They, he, the main point is Dochev tries to make a deal and say, hey, look, I was the original owner. Let me just give you the 42000 right now and have my property back. And the dude's like, can't do it. Got a plan for a business. I got to make some money on the deal. Can't just put this forty-two in their hand, turn around and break even. I put a lot of time into this. I got the guy from the bank out here. Let's do it for 60. You give me 60, I give you the property. Guy's like, I'm not going to do that. Can't do it. Won't do it. Can't do it. Fuck that shit. So... Haymeyer says, thanks, but no thanks. I'm walking. It's my property now. Hell yeah. I mean, what do you, you can't fault him. No. Can't fault him at all. Well, that That's little. Business. Yeah. That little EPA issue turns out to be a pretty big fucking issue. Oh, shit. The guy that was going to buy the property directly from Haymeyer backs out oh, once he finds out what's really going on. Mm. Not going to give him the money for it. So now Haymeyer's stuck with the property. But look, he paid for it up front. Doesn't have a mortgage on it. Plenty of money. He's not too worried about it. Then the town, well, we'll get to that a little bit, I think, in one second. Time goes on. Dochev wants to come now and reclaim it build reclaim the concrete plant rebuild a new one called Mount Park Concrete he's willing to go in as much as $250,000 now wow but now also to say Dochev's put work into it uh, the EPA thing ended up being an issue to where he's going to have to pay $100,000 to the city to get this problem taken care of. And it's basically oil was dumped the wrong way. Oh shit. You need to build an oil line to a sewer line. I think is the right way to say it. Oil line to a sewer line, like a grease trap type of thing, but for industrial machine grease, hundred thousand bucks. Huh? So now he's in a lot of fucking money. So, okay, fine. I want my money back. So we'll, Time, money, and he's cleared off the property. He's done some things to it. They agree on $250,000, but then, you know, Haymeyer being the fucking kind of prick that he is, he changed his mind and increases the price to $375,000. Once he says okay to that, now he wants a million dollars. Oh, shit. Okay. Dickhead. Yeah. Mega dick. Yeah. It's like now you're just welching. Like nothing ever got put on paper, so he just starts kind of being a fucking asshole. Now... The negotiation that happened, it occurred before 
town council decided to have a rezoning. So in 2001, a zoning commission, the town's trustees approved the construction of the concrete batch plant. Haymeyer tries to appeal the decision, doesn't get the win. Again, in a small town, if you're kind of a dick, nothing's going to go your way. Yeah, people don't like your way. And you're already the guy that thinks everyone's an asshole. Everyone's out to get you. They go hand in hand. They are out to get you now, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you suck. You're hard to be around. Fucking, they don't want to do anything for you. Yeah, I fucking hate the kids. Yeah. Except for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of hate me. Hey, hair looks way better. Yeah, I'm trying to listen, dude. Try it out for the fire department. Are you? Did you go take a test? I already did. You did? Yep. I can tell you didn't. I got the job, man. No, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't even try for the yeah, fire department. I was going to say. <laughs> if I really wanted, if I was in the, got the fire department job, would you hate your life more? No, I already got another job. Oh. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you're younger than me, dude. It, it, you should try out for it. I don't see why uh, not. I don't want to do that. I like my job, man. You could do both, though. I don't want to do both. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to get cooked. <laughs> no one gets cooked here, dude. What's <laughs> You're a lazy bitch, dude. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nice try dude I can just tell by your dumb fucking face exactly what time it was uh, you just fucking like hmm? I tried up oh yeah <laughs> yeah man smooth yeah so basically what they're agreeing upon with the zoning re-agreement is that and that's what, like the city's gotten involved now so he's like trying to make the deal on how to sell it I guess I kind of mumble mouth that up. Like they, they basically come to an agreement that they're going to sell it. And now they're going to split the fucking property up a little bit. They're, he's still going to build his muffler shop and he's going to build the concrete plant. It's a giant piece of fucking property. And the property is already adjacent to where this guy has property. So he's going to build the muffler shop on the part that he already had. He's going to sell what he just got to Dochev. He's going to build his concrete plant. Everyone's going to be happy. But then he just keeps fucking with the price because it's rezoning shit. Yeah. The town's telling him he's going to rezone. And so, like, the space that they're going to have to put the concrete plant on is not exactly where he thought it was. And what he's thinking in his mind is that the concrete plant is going to overshadow the muffler shop. Like, he doesn't want it to be a hassle to get to the muffler shop. He's thinking the concrete plant is going to be farther <coughs> farther back on this giant property. Which fucking makes sense. Like, it, I feel like a concrete plant is not something you just turn off of a road onto. Yeah. It's got to be huge and loud and fucking, like, a tucked back thing. Yeah, like a Rambo... Two or three, then what he's like working in some kind of like prison concrete. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. With three inch, it sucks. Yep. Damn, dude. How far? All right. It went downhill. Rambo 2 kind of rocks because he's shooting fucking. He's got, he's got to use that bow and arrow the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Rambo 1, dude. That's the one. First Blood, dude. God, no, the, this is the, it's the not, same story as this. Not the much. new one. Not the new one, but the one before that one. That one rocked. That one was. Wasn't as good as First Blood, though. First Blood. Blowing people in half. Dude, he's just taking on <laughs> cops. Take it on, I'm like, dude, like what yeah. we're in the midst of right now, this is some Rambo shit. Yeah. Take it on cops rocks. That's pretty There's cool. There's no way around it. If you're in the wrong, it's the coolest way to be in the wrong. Yeah. If you're a piece of shit, but you're fighting the police. They go all the way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all good, dude. That's like that Las Vegas shooter shit. And of course, that's a sad tragedy. Don't fucking cry to me. It's sad. Yes. However, if you're that guy 
and you're going to shoot 50 people, sh- shoot it out with the cops, brother. Yeah. You missed out on a sweet fucking part of life that not many people get to have. Yeah. You're doing the things that people aren't doing. You just shot yourself. You're not going to even. It's fun. You're part of the 0.1%. It's fun. Yeah. You shot people that weren't shooting back at you. That's not fun. No, no, no. Have you're, you want to die. You're yeah. going to die. You know it. You want it. I just I used to do that shit on Grand Theft Auto, man. <laughs> yeah, I just get just all the weapons it, and start dude. blowing it up. You got to go Bring for them it, all. brother. Yeah, come on. Military, man. everybody. I want you to blow me. Like, John Rambo, you're a man. Yes, he is. We're going to get him out of there. No, you're not. I got 250 men ready to go up there. You're going to need 250 body bags. Yeah. So, pow. Man, <laughs> you need one right now because I'm about to pass from that gas. <laughs> I've been eating. Ooh, I've been eating so much, dude. Trying to get 8,000 calories. It's hard to do. That's hard. That's hard. hard. Don't try to get big. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta whip for that, dude. No, yeah. I try to eat like that for it's a little like bit, man. Mix it, just, it in with weed. Yeah, it just sucks. You shouldn't eat like that because you're not even lifting like that, though. No, I'm not, I mean, I, I was doing like six meals a day, like small meals and shit, but now nah, I'm You're not just eating. gonna get fat. Mm-mm, I live, man. But not like that. What are you you're not doing big about? ass lifts, dude? They don't have anything to do oh, with it. Oh, it's that. got a lot to do with it, dude. It helps you get stronger. It's got a lot to do with it. Helps you bro. Get it's got a fucking lot to do with it, bro. It's got a lot to do with it, bro. Ducks in a row over here. It's got a lot to do with it, bro. It helps you get strong. Yeah, man. 8,000 calories does for sure. Hell yeah, dude. You still lift light and get big and eat like that. Nah, man. Okay. We're just we're just doing science, dude. We're talking about being big. Yeah. Eating big. Uh-huh. You can't not lift big, dude. Doesn't even math out. Like lift little. What are you talking Eat about? big and be big. You know, I mean, that's what bodybuilders do. Yeah, but they're not even big. Yeah, they are. Dude, yeah, they cut. are. They eat gross. They look stupid. Nasty they look yeah, just oatmeal. Just oatmeal and chicken, and dude. Egg whites and fucking. Yeah. They eat, I don't I mean. It's, Nothing delicious. No. I ate 12 eggs for breakfast, dude. Well, that's... 12 eggs and a fucking thing of uh, overnight oats. R.I.P. blood pressure. I took a shit. Why, I, why, why would my blood pressure be a problem? Your face is red right now. <laughs> it's shooting. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to have a fucking flap cap. <laughs> it's fine. I chucked it at the Walmart, dude. It's all good, man. Flap capped. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to work myself into a killdozer type of rage. and just My brain's going to fucking take me out before I can even get to it. <laughs> now I might stroke, dude. Stroking out might be a fucking possibility. Man, I would love to drink out of your fucking headwater. <laughs> dude, I got. Why is my head growing so much, dude? It was already big. It's just, all that straining is just making it grow. You got a big ass. Head, <laughs> I fucking know, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> I can't wear hats anymore. But your neck hurt. Now my neck's all fucking yoked too. <laughs> it's keeping up. It's like one unit now, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like a triangle, man. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. I'm turning myself into killdozer. That's what I'm trying to do. Bullet plate my body. Now, this is where shit starts to really go sideways for Haymeyer. Because, again, he's the type of dude that <coughs> wants to be in complete control of the situation. He wants to be the guy. He doesn't want to be told he's wrong. He doesn't want to have to negotiate with this guy. That's why he keeps shooting the price up. Because like, he's a fucking asshole. He doesn't want the guy. He doesn't want to say... We're going to do 250,000 guys like, all right, he doesn't want that. He wants conflict. He wants a problem. That's what he's fucking looking for. Yeah. So because of the problems that he's, he's causing, he's fucking shooting himself in the same foot. So 
He already loses his decision. Now, Haymeyer claims that this rezoning, like I was saying, that the construction blocked access to his new muffler shop. Like, people can't get there. I don't know if that's true or not. I looked at the layout of it. It is really hard to tell because the concrete plant is basically right in line. Like, the front of the concrete plant is, like, right in line with the muffler shop. And it does, they, they both seem out of the way. But it is small town shit, so I don't see, I don't see how. I mean, maybe like noise was a factor, but if you're going to a fucking muffler shop, it's, you expect it to be loud as shit anyway, I yeah. assume. It's like a greasy, <coughs> grimy place, so I did, I did not understand that argument. However, he got a $2,500 fine by the town council for various violations because of things like junk cars being on the property. Um, he hadn't got it hooked up to the sewer line yet. And uh, apparently he had tried to cross eight feet of the concrete factory land to hook up the sewer when he was paying, when he paid that $100,000 for it to happen. He was trying to hook the sewer in, and they rezoned it after he started it. So that is kind of the town being like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then again, that just plays into his mind that they are trying to shit on him. Breaking point. Yeah, and so now he's not giving it. Now he's like causing problems. So he gets discovered for dumping his own human waste, his shit. From an improvised take directly into a ditch. Got a little fine for that. So he's like, oh, I can't get the sewer line in. All right, I'll just put a little tank back here, put a little hole on top of it, and I'll fill it up. And then I'll dump it over there. I just start shitting in front of the ditch, man. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much. Go to town hall meeting, shit in the middle of those. <laughs> <laughs> that's always a great way to do you. You start running shit, people. But that's pretty much like he's already dumped so much money into this. He still is fine financially. But he's an asshole, dude. And it, yeah. and this pisses him off. And it would piss everyone off. Getting fines and shit like that, speeding tickets, it's all bullshit. It's just fucking towns bullying you, putting you through bureaucracy, making sure you have a bad day, and at the same time, earning a living. That you're, they're not supposed to be allowed to do that shit. No. But they are. They get away with it. They'll shut you down. I mean, if you don't, if he doesn't pay that shit, they're going to close his fucking business down. They'll take away his license. Then he won't be allowed to do business at all in the town. And just fuck everything up for him. So, you know, you got two wrong parties here. Two wrongs don't make a right, but two wrongs do make a really fucking cool death bulldozer machine. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it does. To put this thing together, like I said, it was a Komatsu D255A. If you want to just Google, take a little Google, see how big that motherfucker Sounds is. Sounds like a samurai robot. Yeah. He referred to this in audio records about, because of course. Of course, he was talking to a tape recorder oh, the whole man. time because he's got no one to talk to, dude. But he's keeping a fucking log. Like I'll show these motherfuckers. He called twenty-eight. He refers it to it as the MK tank. He makes his own makeshift armor plating that covers the cabin, the engine, and parts of the tracks. In some places, especially where he was going to be sitting at, the armor was one foot thick, 12 fucking inches of 5,000 PSI quick reek concrete sandwiched between sheets of tool steel that, to make improvements of compact... Uh, the tool steel is used to make improvements on combat composite armor. So what they use on Humvees... And those fucking MCATs that they take out into the desert for the military people, that type of bomb-proof, bulletproofing, yeah. that's what he's using. Sheets of that over... I mean, that's some genius shit, dude. That, a foot thick of fucking concrete, bro. He knows. Oh, man. Yeah. Pretty goddamn cool, man. <laughs> Pretty goddamn cool. I love it. I love every fucking <laughs> drop. I love every drop. All fuckers are not a bank called Killdozer, dude. There's gotta be. 
I've been searching, man. Really? Yeah, nothing, man. You didn't pick uh, Exodus for this, did you? Hell no. Thank God, dude. Because I was like, dude, he's going to pick Shovelhead and Kill Machine. I know. No, thank no, God. No. You're, I thought you're about a good it, guy, I was like, no. You're a good fucking guy, man. No. Uh, the, <laughs> so this made the machine impervious to small arms fire and resistant to explosives. And that would prove true when three external explosions and more than 200 rounds of ammunition were fired at the dozer. None of that had any effect on it. Now, for visibility, because he's walled himself in, this is, like, way before rear-end cameras and shit. This is genius. He fitted it with several video cameras, and he linked it to two monitors mounted on the vehicle's dashboard. The cameras were protected on the outside by three-inch shields of bulletproof plastic. Compressed air nozzles were fitted to blow dust and building materials from the view of the cameras. Dude. Come on, man. He rocks. <laughs> that rocks. That's, tight. That's thinking ahead, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Come on, dog. I ain't gonna get no dust. I'll yeah, make yeah. He, like I'll, I'll be seeing the whole time, dude. No one's, nothing's gonna get in my way. He should have called it Dusty Rigs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm bored. He's got fans and an air conditioner to keep himself cool while he's driving. He had three gun ports. One with a 50 caliber. Oh shit. <laughs> One's got a 308 semi-automatic, and then he's got his trust. The 22 caliber rifle, though Haymeyer had no intention of leaving the cab with a bulldozer. Authorities initially speculated that he may have used a homemade crane, which they found in his garage, to lower the armor hole over the dozer and himself to close himself in. So, again, he fucking rocks. <laughs> he made a crane to put the lid on. And, and that, and he's just like, I ain't never coming back out. <laughs> the thing is, is like, man, he's got such a big asshole. Yeah, but and then he just like, rocks, then dude. he like, he's like, well, you don't see asshole? Yeah, watch how asshole this is. I'll it's, show him, dude. This is the most top notch, smart ass. I know, dude. I know. I know. It's truly incredible. This is fucking wild. It's just truly fucking <laughs> incredible, brother. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he sucks, but. He fucking rocks. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. This is that. This is duality, bro. Yeah. This is that duality of man. What would you listen to in this duality? Nah, something way fucking harder, dude. I mean, Motorhead, man. Yeah, Motorhead would rock because you could because the frame of mind you're in when you first are like peeling out in this shit yeah. and running stuff over, you're not like mad. Bolt thrower. You're just like. <laughs> You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're just insane with laughter, having a good fucking time, dude. Having shots of coke. Oh, and you're whisk, having man. fun, bro. Having some big titted ladies in there dancing on you where you're yeah. fucking shit up. That's awesome. What? A, that's the dream, dude. That is the dream, dude. Tit, if you could do it all over again, but he didn't want tit. He wouldn't. But if you could fuck yeah. in Killdozer, dude, you like know you're going out. If you got someone to do a little suicide pact with you, and y'all could both jump in Killdozer, and you could fuck her while you're fucking the law. That's the ticket, dude. I'm getting hot, man. Yeah, that's I love the fucking this ticket, shit. bro. That's the ticket, dude. This is top-notch crotch, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so the investigators remarked about the uh, way the lid is. Once he tipped that lid shut, he knew he wasn't getting out. Oh, man. I know. I love that. And he fucking was methodical about the shit. It took him about a year and a half to prepare it. And in his notes, he wrote this. It is interesting to observe that I was never caught. This was a part-time project over a 1.5-year period. He was surprised that several men who had visited the shed late the previous year 
had not noticed the fully modified bulldozer, especially with the 2,000-pound lift fully explode. Somehow their vision was clouded. Yeah, they didn't want to see it, dude. They didn't want to see it. They came in, and he was like, yeah, these motherfuckers, and they're fines, and they hate the gambling, I'm sick of this shit, and they're just like, oh, God, shut up. <laughs> and then you see this fucking death there. machine, and they're like, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. nah, no, 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 He's no. coming to my no, house. No, 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 it's cool. God, dude. Uh, Fuck, man. <laughs> only Haymeyer would die in the event, nobody else, and it was by his own hand. The modified bulldozer... Came to be known as the legend states, as we already told you, Killdozer, after the name of a short story by Theodore Sturgeon. The morning of June 4th, 2004, is when Haymeyer woke up, hopped in the bulldozer, clamped the lid shut, drove it through the wall of his business, then directly through the concrete plant, took the entire concrete plant. Listen, guys. This is a plant yeah. that makes concrete. <laughs> it's, he's not playing any fucking games, yeah, dude. Yeah. He didn't drive it through a fucking candy shop. He didn't go through the Velcro warehouse, yeah, yeah. the pillow palace. We're talking about a fucking concrete <laughs> factory. This motherfucker plows it. To pieces. Man, there is nothing more metal. Oh, than man. This, dude. And he, you know, he's just fucking woo. Man, just having a kegger inside of that would be. Oh, you'd have to be idea, pounding man. them, dude. Just fucking. Crap. <laughs> Thrashing it. Good um, thing I don't got no money, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Neither of us, dude, so many times. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So, what does he go when he leaves the concrete plant? Why, of course, to Town Hall. And then what fucking would make this rampage complete if he did not stop by the office of the old local newspaper that editorialized against him with their gambling articles and the back-and-forth letter to the editor? Pow! No more paper, you fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. Through the home of the former mayor. Oh, you want to fucking rezone my property? I'll rezone your fucking ass. Boom! Killdozer for the win. <laughs> Hardware store that was owned by another man, Haymeyer, named in his lawsuit against the city and a few other people. He got even with all his enemies. No one that fucked Haymeyer's shit was left standing. Now, no one died, but they didn't have nothing left. Do you think that there's killdozer insurance? No. No, man. He got tornado insurance, flood insurance, fire insurance, burglary insurance. Dude, no killdozer insurance. Some motherfucker too might have it now. You get an enemy? Yeah. With a little twitch in their eye, it's like, I'm telling you, if they don't stop fucking with me, I'm going to fuck them up. He's like, can I get that killdozer package? Yeah, man. Whew. Man, fucking cool, dude. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. Big time rocks. Now, check this shit out. He leased his business to a trash company and sold the property several months before the rampage. Therefore, he had already unloaded everything off of, you know... Anybody that had to deal with this cleanup. He did not shit on anyone that that could have been an, a positive influence in his life. The attack lasted for two hours and seven minutes. A total of 13 buildings ruined. He knocked out natural gas service. Oh, shit. Damaged a truck and destroyed part of a utility service center. Despite the great, of course, like I said, no one was killed but him. Estimated damage around $7 million. Woo! Man. Fucking him up. 
According to Grand County Commissioner James Newberry, Grand County emergency dispatchers use the reverse 911 emergency system to notify many residents and property owners of the rampage going <coughs> on in the town, which means 911 calls you. Imagine looking at your caller ID and it says 911. Oh, my God. And you answer and it's like, uh, yeah. You should be on the lookout. Yeah, you know the fucking guy that's always complaining about the price of turnips? What he's done is turned the bulldozer into an unstoppable killing machine. Now, we would tell you to stay indoors, but that's not going to stop him. So maybe just get the fuck out of town. Run fast. <laughs> get out of here for good. The bulldozers go fast as fuck? This one did. He souped it up. Yeah. Of course he did, dude. It's a machine. <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. Now, people that would defend him, that, I mean, it, it, people make a lot of points that he did not kill anybody in the rampage. Uh, another local business owner, Ian Dowdery, he owned a bakery. He said Haymar went out of his way to not hurt anyone, and everyone got to fucking sit back and watch and nobody getting hurt, which is a lot. That's a lot of fun. That's know? pretty cool, yeah. The sheriff's department argued the fact that no one was injured was not due to good intent so much as good luck. There was nobody in the building sometime early in the morning. Well, and also people were like, I'm fucking leaving, dude. That guy hates me. Yeah, I'm yeah. going somewhere else. You <laughs> man sitting on the porch being an old motherfucker and be like, watching that go down back. Ma, you can banana. Oh, yeah. That's exactly, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Maud, you're going to want to take a look at this. Haymeyer's done it again. <laughs> remember, oh. yeah, you remember that guy that shit in the ditch? Remember what he dumped his shit in the ditch over there? Well, he's bested it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> Now, uh, Haymeyer did fire some fucking shots. He shot his rifle at power transformers and propane tanks, which rocks. Mm -hmm. None of them exploded. If they would have exploded, people probably would have fucking died. So, again, that's just to say that a lot of the hero folklore, folklore that goes along with him, people who he didn't kill anybody, he didn't yeah. hurt anybody. But apparently he was like, because it's like, dude, if you're driving around in a homemade tank, you got to shoot stuff that blows up. Have you played video games before? That's what you do. You have to. Yeah. He didn't know they weren't going to blow up. They didn't blow up. So who cares? No harm, no foul. He's you just got to do shit like that. He's like a wicked fucking Joe Dirt. Oh, yeah, dude. Action movies, like, that's what happens. Terminator, that, that fucking gas station, they just blow it up by yeah. shooting into it. You have to do that. That's cool, man. <laughs> you have to. It doesn't work, but there's only one way to fucking find out. You know what I mean? Sheriff's Department asserted also that Haymeyer fired many bullets from a semi-automatic rifle he shot particularly at Cody Dochev when he tried listen to this shit too. Cody Dochev put his nuts out on the line. He tried to stall the assault vehicle on his concrete batch plant by using a wheel tractor scraper, which of course was easily, I don't even know exactly what that is. Some type of big ass tractor. We just pushed the fuck out of the way by the killdozer. <laughs> but the guy tried, dude. You got to give it to him, man. Yeah. That fucking rocks. He's like, this motherfucker again? Hell no. He jumps in your own fucking tractor and tries to take it up. But you can't. <laughs> you fucking can't, dude. Man. And you know he loved that, too. He's like, oh, you want to go? We'll fucking go. You want to fucking track? We'll track, dude. Tractor me off tractor. You're fucking ass. The town, like the SWAT team has one of those now, because they're like, we're not going to let this yeah, ever this happen again. Never again, dude. Fuck, we got something for you. They got a rope. They got a fucking robot, dude. They got whatever they killed Christopher Dorner with. <laughs> That's the only cop I like, dude. Yeah, we should do that, dude. Hell yeah. I'm definitely with that movement. 
If we do that in a row, dude, people will fight. We'll fucking start a revolution. You can't do Kill Dozer and Dorner back then. People are like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm doing it. <laughs> the, fuck, the, the DNC's fucks Bernie again. Um, listen, the time to act is now. Far too long have they stuck the dick in my ass. Bernie bros, assemble, gather your firearms. We march on the Capitol tonight. Would you get fucking hyped if Bernie was like that, dude? I watch, man. Listen to me right now. How long are we going to allow the governments to rule our lives? In prison, when somebody wrongs you, you rape them. Tonight, we rape America. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a bad fucking soundbite, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. I, what, like, what if somebody like, listens to sick and they're like, That's really what he said to do. Let's do it. Yeah, luckily my impressions fucking suck, so... We're safe. <laughs> Vermont. Is that where he's from? I think so. I thought it was New Hampshire. Yeah, Vermont. You're right. You're right. Been in, yeah, that's where Ben and Jerry's is from and shit, right? Yeah. I'm sick and tired of these faggots. Ben and Jerry. <laughs> ben has been butt-fucking Jerry for far too long. All I want is delicious ice cream and to not be reminded of the fact that Jerry is dumping clips into Ben every single night. I don't... Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Murray's not like that, though. He's chill, dude. Yeah, he likes gays. I love the fact that Ben and Jerry are able to have beautiful, consensual, homosexual relationships with one another. If I can get an ice cream, chocolate on one half, vanilla on the other, caramel down the center, and think about two older gentlemen in love, slowly having Kama Sutra-style sex with one another, perhaps in a bathtub with candles... I rub the ice cream all over my asshole and my wife will come and we will have intercourse. It becomes a little bit sticky. But the, what the elite Americans don't want you to know is that everybody from time to time deserves to have a sticky asshole. Yeah. Don't let people tell you your asshole can't be sticky. It's for everybody. And we're going to take it back. Have you had a sticky asshole? No. <laughs> I, just, I just know that doesn't feel good. No, no, not at all. That's why it was funny. I Ooh, you That's what you don't want. To unstick it. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. I got a big fucking ass, too, man. It's going to be all. <laughs> I would love to melt some ice cream in your ass. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I would, man. I just, <laughs> what would you love about it? Just watching. Watching it drip down into your hole. Uh, yeah, a little caramel in the center. I got nothing to say, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> let it dry out and get sticky. <laughs> you call me Ted Nougat. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Spread Nougat, dude. <laughs> I love your center. All right, man. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, bro. All right, man. Uh, yeah, so the sheriff's department. They're kind of complaining about how he's popping off fucking shots. He did shoot at Cody Dochev, but, you know, he couldn't fucking hit him. So who cares? Or maybe he didn't want to hit him. Maybe he just wanted to scare him out of the way. Or maybe he just wanted to smash into him with fucking... I mean, he's got a gentle hand, dude. He could have easily killed the guy. <laughs> Later, Haymeyer fired on two state patrol officers before they had fired at him. Yeah, because, again, that rocks. I'm telling you now, you're on a suicide mission. You have to shoot at the cops. No other options. It's fun. It feels good. You're going to die anyway. Quit fucking around. Don't kill yourself in vain. 
pop shots at cops. <laughs> That's a cool gut tap, man. Uh, yeah, dude. Pop shots at cops. You got a fucking bust on him, dude. Bust on him. Don't let him be like that. Pulling you over. Bust on him. Telling you you can't jack off in the movie theater. Bust on him. You try to tell me I can't have gay sex in public? Bust on him. Law and order, motherfucker. You know what I mean? What do you bust? Like, AIDS come on him. Fuck it, dude. You gotta kill him. The revolution is now. <laughs> Stay of the Correct. Union. Kill cops, dude. <laughs> We're going to jail. <laughs> I didn't say none of this shit. Yeah, okay. I'm just here, man. Hey, you got a shaved head, dude. Yeah. You're just causing trouble, bro. I'm part of the fire department, man. They're not taking me nowhere. <laughs> dude, cops hate the fucking fire department. I just watched a kick-ass fucking video. That, you know, like the firefighters in France are all protesting right now because they're not getting paid right. Oh shit! Dude, they sent in the cops to dispatch them. The firefighters just kicked the shit out of the. I mean, kicked the fucking ass. Hell like yeah. they came in with riot gear, dude. They were taking batons away from well, them, like Sabat- hitting them with shields. Oh, just Side good old fashioned, just ass picking them up. Okay. Throwing them on the ground. No fancy the fucking French kickboxing. Wearing firemen. Nah, they wear firemen. They're fucking, they're just yoked up fucking, dude. Cop, they yeah. look, they're like half the size of the firefighters. Yeah. Firefighters work out. Cops don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They got beat up. That rocks. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't do anything about it, too. It's like, that's what is awesome, dude. This is what people don't understand, too. Like, look, guns, I think guns fucking rock. But am I all for everyone, including police, losing guns? Yeah, because of shit like this. It's fucking awesome. Because in France... You riot, the cops show up. They want to fight you, and you beat them up. It's over. They don't have guns to shoot you with. You beat them up, and they either stay and get beat up more, or they leave. That's the two choices you have. Get beat up more, go back to your house. No one's getting beat up more. They're all going back to their house. They can't shoot you. That's what happens in America. Cop shows up over here, knocks on the door. We've been yelling about killing cops for the last 20 minutes. We're all riled up, kicked the fucking ass. We're getting shot. I'm sending you out there. <laughs> uh, but you get the point. I'm going to lay on the ground and go. Dude, I'm just saying, dude, Kildur's got me all riled. I'm riled. Yeah, man. He's- I want to take him on. I want society to crumble, brother. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Kildozer. <laughs> it rocks too hard, dude. It's too much. You know how when you like have fast food around a dog? And they're like, hoo, hoo, hoo. that's how I feel, man. I know, man. You I, get- feel, I feel good. You running, around, bite of it. you running around the yard, man. <laughs> I want to. Well, you didn't even let you dude. outside. Let you run. <laughs> I need to take a lap, dude. I need to take a lap, bro. You need to take a fucking lap. Yeah, so he shot at fucking fire. He shot at the fucking tanks. Shot the transformers. He shot at cops. Good. Like this again, that shit you have to do. The sheriff's department would also note that 11 of 13 buildings he demolished were occupied until moments before their instruction. At the town library, for example, a children's program was in progress when the incident began. But, dude, he saw the people leaving. They're trying to make him worse than he is. Yeah. He's bad. To the bone. <laughs> <laughs> For the day when I was born, I knew I'd run him down. I took a bulldozer and I gave it a dick to pound. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so, dude, you know, try to make it seem like he's going to run over kids. He's not. They got out. They weren't in there. He knew it. He saw him leave. Then he smashed him. One of the officers dropped the flashbang down the bulldozer's 
exhaust pipe. Nothing happened. He knew about that shit. Get the yeah, fuck out of here. He works on exhaust. Get the it's fuck out of here. Muffler man. Local and state poli- patrol, including the SWAT team, walked behind and beside the bulldozer, occasionally firing. Again, they shot 200 bullets into They tried to blow it up three times. Didn't do anything. Nothing. They couldn't do anything about it. They tried to shoot the cameras out. Could not do it. Couldn't get through the bulletproof plastic. He's too good. <laughs> He's too good. At one point, Under Sheriff Glenn Trainer climbed atop of the dozer, and the way he describes it, this is so funny. Ah, just got up there, rode it like a Bronco Buster, trying to figure out a way to get a bullet inside the dragon. <laughs> You're talking like he's at a local water hole, man. Cops are having a good fucking time too. <laughs> yeah, this shit is fun. Dude, you're a cop in this dumb fucking town. Nothing ever happens. Someone gets drunk. They fuck a cow. They fall over. Someone gets their tits grabbed at the fucking piggly wiggly. It's boring. Yeah, yeah, it's boring yeah. until one day a hero emerges in a giant <laughs> fucking bulldozer fitted to break it all. And then you're fucking, woo, I'm going to be the one to shoot the dragon, brother. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> that shit. It's the dragon. fun for everybody. We're all having a good time. Yeah, man. Yeah. I would love to watch some shit like that go down. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, you can watch videos of it. Well, yeah, I want to be there. You'll though. be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way different, but yeah, be real rock. Hard. All right, he's got to call everybody up. And go. I guess what I'm doing tonight. Like, <laughs> cool, man. We're gonna go get some liquor and walk. Yeah, if you guys get fucking revved up and you're gonna do some shit like this, let us know, please. <laughs> we'll come. Yeah, just that's show, the only way you can get us show to hang our out support. You, you start breaking the law, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the uh, local authorities and the Colorado State Patrol fear that they are running out of options in terms of firepower. And that Haymeyer would soon turn the tank against civilians. The governor, Bill Owens, considered authorizing the National Guard to use an Apache attack helicopter equipped with Hellfire missiles or a two-man fire team equipped with Javelin anti-tank missiles to destroy the fucking bulldozer. My God, dude. dude. Man, you saw what Rambo did. It wouldn't have done shit. He oh. would have fucking shot it back at him somehow. Yeah, dude. That's why I was thinking. He, when he, was, like, pre- he was ready for it. When he, when he shoved the fucking thing, the thing inside the fucking muffler, I was thinking, how hilarious would it be? Yeah. He had like some kind of air pressure thing to shoot it back at him. Right. Like, run. <laughs> now, what sucks is that all that became unnecessary because Himber. Hebeyer <laughs> became trapped in a basement of the hardware store that he was trying to smash at the time. As he was destroying the hardware store, a couple problems arose. The radiator of the bulldozer had been damaged, and the engine was leaking various fluids all around the building. The store had a small basement that he kind of dropped into and couldn't pull it out, so the bulldozer's engine failed. Hebeyer dropped one tread into the basement, and that kept it from being able to rock either way back out. About one minute later, one of the SWAT team members who had swarmed around the machine reported hearing a single gunshot from inside of the sealed cab. Of course, later they determined that Hemeyer had shot himself in the head with his 357 caliber Ooh. hand. Yeah, big. Red. No, that's not a big one, dude. 357, that'll no, blow no, your no, head, no, man. No, Smooth. That's a small gun, dude. A 357 is not a small gun. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the dirty, hairy gun. No, no, no. 
I have one, yes. Oh, okay. It's right. a big fucking I thought it was a little fucking boy. Oh, no. It's a big, long doodiddle. What's the it's little a one, revolver. Dude? I don't know. It was like a pee something. <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, nah, I'm nah, telling nah, you, look at that, dude. It, that thing will fuck you up. It's oh, no. 357 Magnum's the fucking big one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. See all them pumpkins? <laughs> yeah, I just blasted shit. The 357 Magnum is the fucking big one, but I think that I feel anyway, it doesn't matter. You could definitely blow your fucking face off with it. Smooth. And he did. He sure did. He fucking proved it. If there's any questions, he blew his fucking brains there ain't out. Even a flap on there, man. Yeah, so the first <laughs> police tried to use explosives to open the steel plates. After the third explosion failed, they cut through with a cutting torch. Grand County, which you know, that's what they should have done first. They just wanted to do blow ups. Yeah, that's pretty tight. They just wanted you to blow. Know, they right. wanted to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, hey, guys, we got some blow ups here. You could blow them and show, but nothing to show. <laughs> yeah, we, didn't even show we got them, a torch but... here. They're like, yeah, they want let's blow it first. Uh, <laughs> Grand County Emergency Management Director Jim Houlihan, of course. That's definitely the guy who handles emergencies. Jim Houlihan. <laughs> oh, man. He He'll does. Houlihandle it. <laughs> stated that authorities were able to access and remove Haymire's body at 2 a.m. on June 5th. Dude, it took him fucking like 12 hours. They were probably scared, man. Hell yeah, dude. Of course they were. <laughs> April 19th, that 2005. You boys get out of there. Yeah. They decided the next year in April to scrap the dozer. And that plan involved dispersing individual pieces to s- fucking separate scrapyards to keep people from stealing souvenirs. Radical. Yeah. Yeah, so of course, uh, all his writings, you know, where do you write stuff down at, buddy? I don't know. Where? Do you, well, you don't write anything down. No, you're on like, no your phone or something. Phone, yeah. Well, Haymire wrote everything on the walls of his shed. <laughs> of course, dude. Where else? Where True else, bro? fucking kookery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, of course, he recorded a number of audio tapes explaining the motivation for the attack. He mailed the tapes to his brother in South Dakota shortly before starting a spree. His brother turned the tapes over to the FBI, who in turn sent them to the Grand County Sheriff's Department. The tapes were released by the Sheriff's Office August 31st, 2004. Let me tell you, there's snippets of it that fucking rock as you can expect dude a lot of it fucking rocks if you got a good band dude look how about quotes like this the very fucking first thing that he says yeah god built me for this job oh wow yeah Yeah. that's like a ministry lyric he's charged (laughs) up dude uh first recording was made on april 13th 2004 and the last one was made 13 days before the rampage he just never fucking gave up, man. He just kept grinding away. He had a plan. He had a mission. He did it. He told you about it, and then he fucking did it. He also said that it was God's plan that he not be married or have a family so he could be in a position to carry out such an attack. Now, you could oh, say man. that, or you could also say that God hates gay people, and you're not getting into heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is the only way for him to get in there. Yeah, dude, because if you're God, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're probably, this is pretty cool. I'll let you in. First, yeah, first of all, I highly doubt that God hates gay people. How, should he be real? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be a mess. That's some fucking dork made that loved getting his dick sucked by another dude. And his wife was like, what are you guys doing here? He's like, yeah, you know, just Turkish wrestling. What's that? You never heard of it before? So you, where you, just, you know, you oil your friend up and you wrestle him to the ground. How do you grab a hold of each other? Well, the only thing you can do is just grab their nuts or their asshole. Yeah. Oh, that's what you guys are doing? Yeah, yeah, you never heard of it? Yep. Yeah, so he he is like I said, very Christian. 
Uh, another quote is, I think God will bless me to get the machine done, to drive it, to do all the stuff that I have to do. God bless me in advance for the task I'm about to undertake. It is my duty. God has asked me to do this. It's a cross that I'm going to carry, and I'm carrying it in God's name. Now, dude, dude, how charged up do you get? Where you're like, the Lord God came down and told me, all the people who are fucking assholes, build yourself an unstoppable piece of machinery and stick it up their fucking ass. Only Amen. Lord, I want to worship, man. That is what fucking John 3.16 says. For God so loved the world, he gave you the means to build a giant strong bulldozer. Whosoever should be an asshole to you may run their ass over forevermore. Amen. Tight. Investigators later found Haymeyer's handwritten list of targets. According to the police, it included all the buildings he destroyed, the local Catholic church, which he did not get the get damage, and the names of various people who had sided against him in past disputes. He knew about the fucking Catholics. He knew what they were up to. He knew what they do. I know what they do. You know what they do. They fuck kids. They fuck Notes found by investigators after the incident indicated that the primary motivation for the rampage was his plan to stop the concrete plant from being built in their shop. These notes indicated that he held grudges over the zoning approval. He was always willing to be reasonable until he had to be unreasonable. That's the famous quote, and I fucked it up. That's a great quote. I was always willing to be reasonable until I had to be unreasonable. Sometimes reasonable men must do unreasonable things like having sex with Buddy. That was a rockin' fucking episode. That was tight. I love the Kill Those. What song did you pick? This is Sync Along With It. Oh, yeah. I got In the Midst of Desolation by Memoriam, which is uh, members of uh, Benediction and Bolt Thrower. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's off their latest album. It's fucking awesome. Hell yeah, dude. I didn't like the last one, but this new one is... Is rocking for real? Oh, yeah. All right. It's hard. I like hard. Good mid-pace fucking... That's what I like. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely build some really cool machinery to fuck <laughs> some shit up to, you know? And you should. First of all, I'm telling you right now, it's time to take the power back. <laughs> weaponize your penis. How would you weaponize yours? I'm fucking making bulletproof, dude, and build a fort around it. How do you come? Who cares? By killing everybody with it? Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, social media, find us there. Yep. Instagram, Facebook, we don't really use that. Twitter, we got a cool Facebook group. Join that shit. Post memes, have fun. Uh, send us fucking sex questions. Sex, sex questions. stories would work good too. Sex stories, yeah. We'll put them out there for you. If you fuck this episode up, well, that's just the way it is. You know, we just do it. We love you anyway. Uh, yeah, fucking five stars on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, that's what yeah. it's called. All right, guys, we'll see you next time, man. We do love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Eat somebody's ass. Chew it. Yeah.